There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Ellie Nick and D. Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. Dr. John Huber, the Momo Suicide Challenge. Are your children playing it? What you need to know next, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. <laughs> Let me know when Dr. John Huber's ready to go, Andrew. Mm-hmm. That would be good. I like Dr. John Huber. He's an interesting... He, he, you know, he, he has great topics, and he also laughs a lot, which I like. Well, if, yeah, for a psychologist, he has a great sense of humor. He does. I yeah. like people that laugh a lot. I do, too. Right? People, they're just good, happy. Good for the soul. Yeah. It's There's not true. many people that do, though, anymore. Everybody's miserable. Yeah, pretty much true, isn't it? <laughs> I try and search search for humor. Like, if I'm having a bad day, I will go on YouTube and find... So like, I don't have to do that. I, I laugh hardest at myself. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, cer- there's certain, like, YouTube clips that are my go-to to get me out of a funk. And, like, one of them is Orson Welles, the... Mm-hmm. The wine commercial. <laughs> I don't... Oh, friends. <laughs> I just oh. love how he's like sitting there. He's like, doesn't he have to do anything? <laughs> no, doesn't he have to do anything? <laughs> Michael Avenatti. Where did Michael Avenatti come from? Who is Michael Avenatti? Uh, Michael Avenatti is now he's a lawyer, I think, is what he does, and he's uh, he's decided he's going to bring down. Oh, the creepy porn lawyer. Yeah, is, is that what he did? <laughs> he's that's what he's known as. The creepy porn lawyer. Yeah. And this is the guy bringing forth evidence. Uh, Against the guy that's trying to get on the Supreme Court. Mm. A creepy porn lawyer is the guy we're counting on. I think, I don't okay. remember well, why he's called The that. four people that, that Ford said that was there, 
Yeah. They all they all said it never mm-hmm. happened. There's, we have no. It's not that we don't remember. It didn't happen. And isn't that sad? It's going oh, yeah. to happen to everybody if we don't stop. Every pol- every public figure is going to get smoked if we don't put an end to this. And I'm not saying put an end to. You need to put an end to men harassing women anyway, or molesting them. Certainly raping them, molesting them, whatever the situation is. That, that's all got to stop. But. To burn down everybody, yeah. you you can't do that for You're political going, reasons. For political reasons, that's for exactly political right. reasons, it should not happen. So why do no. they call him the porn lawyer, Andy? I'm not entirely sure. Cases like Bill Cosby and all are legit. That's legit. And that, you know, oh, not according to his spokesperson. Nah, you hear that's him? That's legit. Do you hear what he had to say today? I didn't. Most racist, sexist trial in the history of the United States. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, you're really helping the cause there, sir. Your boss, Bill Cosby, raped many women, up to 60 women. Probably way more than anybody knows. Yeah, I would think that's probably true. But he's there blaming it on white people. It's white people's fault, and it's white women particularly. It's their fault. Okay, yeah, that's great, sir. You know, I, I heard this doctor speak one time, and he was talking about suicides. And the reason, for some reason, white people commit suicide the most and next to Asians Asians commit suicide Asians commit a lot of suicide but it's and blacks the blacks community commits the least amount of suicide Mm -hmm. because it's the it's the way we blame like white people blame themselves why for everything what the hell did you have to do with slavery well black people blame others for everything because they're taught that right they're taught that it's it's just the way that that society was raised everybody and it's kind of weird no, there's no question about that. Well, like I said, I, I, I love using myself as a prime example. I treat everybody the same, therefore I'm racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. So, Michael Avenatti, did you ever find out, Andy? Uh, nothing specific. I just know that he does seem to be pretty... He's dishonest, that's for sure. Well, there you go. What a shock, but he let's give him the uh, forefront. Well, you know, these people can jump on the bandwagon. They get instant fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do, and yeah. And they, you know, whatever they're selling, some people will buy. Because even if a lot of people are against you, you'll get a percentage of people that are for you and buy from yeah, you. Well, Gloria true. Allred yeah. kind of does that. Like, whenever, Kinda, yeah. yeah, I true. mean, as soon as, like, because uh, wasn't she kind of... Um, latching onto the whole Bill Cosby, like when all these women started popping up, yeah. she was immediately in the news with, you know, standing at the podium next yeah. to the woman who was, you know, crying on TV for a press conference. But yeah, Gloria Allred, I think, kind of does that too. Well, there's some there's some lady just came out with a children's book today, and she was reading it at a school, and she kneeled with a, with a cutout of Kaepernick's kneeling, oh, and she God. read it with him kneeling. Oh, God. Just that you get that attention. Now the press is on her, so her <sighs> book's going to sell. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, it's publicity stunts. Folks, how do you not know that whole Colin Kaepernick thing was a fraud so he could stay in the limelight after being cut, which he then was right after that season? He's doing it for his own benefit. Yeah, he got paid. Oh, God, it's just <laughs> disgusting that people listen to him. Like he paid him. Michael Avenatti on Wednesday tweeted a copy of a sworn declaration from Julie Swetnick, the third woman to accuse Brett Kavanaugh of sexual misconduct. In it, she describes meeting Kavanaugh as Mark and Mark Judge, friends so close they were joined at the hip around 1980 or 81 at Washington, D.C. house party and interacted with the two frequently during the early 80s, including at well over 10 house parties. She first details what she says was Kavanaugh's excessive drinking and inappropriate conduct. Well... He is Catholic. So. Did you see? Anyway. Did you see his speech where he the, the other day when he said he's been, he was a virgin, well after well into college. Really? Yeah, yeah. He said he didn't lose his virginity till. And they asked him what year. He said, "Let's just say well into college." Really? Yeah. So like his last, I think it was his senior year of college. Well, see, I'll be honest with you. I was a virgin until I was twenty-two. Really? Yeah, I was absolutely. Here's something that's a little suspect. So the third accuser, she said that um, he Kavanaugh lined up with other boys waiting to rape girls at parties. <laughs> and she saw this happen, and then eventually she became a victim herself. 
So she kept hanging out with That's him even what I was doing Yeah, this. why are you repeatedly no. going to rape parties and I not telling anyone? God. This doesn't make any sense. Oh, God. It's There's terrible. no rape parties going on in it's that It's terrible. She first details what she says was Kavanaugh's excessive drinking and inappropriate conduct, which she says included grinding against girls and making crude sexual comments to them. D- didn't you have, I don't know, where I grew up, once you became a teenager, boy or girl, you said really bizarre things and did bizarre things because your brain isn't fully formed yet. And then oh. you have people like Ellison, who's who ha- who has oh, beat, oh, yeah. who has mm. beat his feet a woman up. That's a fact. I hope you, I hope you have proof of that. But well, there's police reports, lots of. Them. I mean, apparently, there are lots of police. There's reports. pictures of her beating up. How about the Star Tribune uh, uh, is, is filed suit? To gain access to his divorce records. Then somebody should. So then he's done. If it's in there, he's done. Well, he's done anyway. You can tell by the timing of this I whole thing he's done. that he's guilty because what the what they're trying to do now is get rid of him now so they still have a couple of months or a month and a half before the elections oh. to get somebody new in there. Mm-hmm. I well, hope he's done. Why is Michael Bryant calling me during a show? Oh, no, let's mm. talk to him. Does he have the new number? <laughs> Yeah, Michael, you not wait a minute, I'll go find out. The new number's on the site. What's up? Anyone listening who's trying to call us but can't, the new number's on the site. I'm just oh. gonna turn his mic off. If you wanna call in, the number is nine five two eight zero zero one four nine two. I was trying to call in the whole time I was in, in Marrakesh in Italy and it just Yeah, I'm sorry, but I completely forgot that we <laughs> Yeah, if you're using the old number, don't use that anymore. That's Skype, and they ruined Skype, so we don't use it. Yeah, Skype is not... What happened to Skype? They're not friendly anymore. They, (laughs) For some reason, they updated it to, I think, 8.0 was the newest one. Yeah. And when they did so, they got rid of the ability to turn the ringer off. They got rid of the the ability to turn off the um, automatic gain control, so it was messing with the volume of the show. (laughs) They got rid of the ability to do group calls. Really? Yeah, they just Why got rid of that? tons of stuff. You figure yeah. group calls be their bread and well, butter. Well, no, yeah. they changed yeah, so, it to conference so calls, and if you want to do conference calls, you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So that's why they did that. Uh, yeah, they kind of... I get it. Yeah. They're doing a great job of making sure Skype is not going to be around in five years. I absolutely love that. Michael Bryant's talking to me about this, that, and the other thing. And he goes, I said, I thought you were calling to be on the show. He goes, oh, my God, that's right. You're on the air. <laughs> like, yes, Michael, I'm on the air. Look, I don't know what happened with, with Judge Kavanaugh. I don't know all of a sudden what's happening with Michael Avenatti or what the situation is. It's just I'm telling you, at some point, um, you're going to have to prove this stuff, not but, just say you were there. What's next? Somebody saying, well, I, he played doctor with me when I was eight. Oh, I know. And I, he I, was I just, seven. He <laughs> <laughs> made inappropriate <laughs> comments when he was a teenager. Come on. Have you? Did you ever have, when you were a teenager, did you ever have... Someone just come up like a in our case because we're boys, you know, fifteen years old. Women or girls say it's things and do things, I, and I never considered it to be molestation. It's just your brain is nowhere near fully formed at that age. So, are we going to weigh that as part of it as well? Look, I'm not talking about rape here or molestation. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm just talking about well. Well, why did she keep going to these parties with these guys mm. if this is what they were doing? Anyway, I don't get that. I, I highly doubt there was rape parties going on. And why are we paying I mean, any attention on, to, to this? doesn't keep a secret very long. Why are we parties. paying any attention to Michael Avenetti? I don't know. Well, because I'm sure someone's backing him because oh, he's... God. Making it so it's more difficult for Kavanaugh to get elected. She writes that she avoided drinking the punch at these parties in 1981 and 82 after allegedly learning Kavanaugh, Judge, and others were spiking it with drugs or alcohol uh, so as to cause girls to lose their inhibitions. I'm sorry, but you cannot possibly prove that's true. Why is that allowed in the, even in the evidence? You don't know if that's true or not. It's not just the press. The press is the trial and the jury and mm-hmm. the judge. In days past, this would be some pretty hardcore slander. Yeah, I would say that's true. The press has no, no repercussions anymore. They can say anything they want. Nope. They can say whatever they want And there's now. nothing you can do. And people can say whatever they, they want about it. As a matter of fact, a very prominent attorney told me, these people that think they're going to sue someone for defamation, not it's a chance. It's so hard. Yep, it's, it's almost in, impossible. It's basically impossible, yeah. yeah. It's just disgusting. You can yeah. say whatever you want about anybody. Mm-hmm. It disgusts me that and that's true. Pretty much People will can. believe it. I mean, to bring a punch from 37 years ago, is that correct? Yeah. 
They put drugs or alcohol. She wasn't sure what drugs are. Look, I'm not trying to defend she, Kavanaugh. I got no dog in this fight. She can't even tell you the location or the year it happened. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, it's just, good God, what are we doing all to benefit? And again, ladies and gentlemen, we've been putting up with politicians benefiting from stealing our money to buy votes. Now we're going to let politicians lie. And I'm not saying anybody in this particular case is lying. But we are allowing people to say and do whatever they wish as long as it benefits a certain political party. Oh, that's it's disgusting. What's, that's what's going on nationwide. It's just disgusting. It's, it's double standards. Oh, God, yes. It's really well, look at Bill Clinton. Standard. Bill Clinton's a perfect <laughs> example. The guy raped five women from what, uh, what we're told. I'm sure more than that. And nobody cares. Nope. Why is there a double standard for people like Keith Ellison? I don't know that he's guilty. I'm not saying well, he there, is, but it sure looks Keith like Keith Ellison it. is pretty factual. I mean, there's police reports. There's pictures of his battered wife or girlfriend, whatever she was. But it's pretty factual. So why... Is everybody? They just sweep how is it okay with you to sweep that under the rug? Why is that okay with you? Somebody explain that to me. I have no idea. I don't get. I don't really understand why it's it, it, it's okay. I had a woman who worked in a newsroom tell me that, and you know, if you want to edit this out, you can edit it out. But she told me because it was, I was told to me by a guest on the KQ Morning Show, and then so I asked her. She said she was at work sitting at her desk, looking at her computer and typing up some things on her computer that she wanted to report on, on the air. And while she was doing it, your buddy, Bill Clinton, walked up and ejaculated on her back. Okay? Mm. This is what we're kind of deal. But everybody just ignores, oh, that never happened. Well, apparently... Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's become Bill Clinton's, like, stick. I know it's a, a stick for him. Yeah, it's being a perv and, a, and a, you know. Why is that okay predator. with you? Because I tell you it's what, it's not okay with me. <laughs> no, not you. No, I, I don't. Anyway, so anyway, we'll just see what happens. All this. Once again, I want to make it very clear to people: I am not a Republican, so it's, I'm not fighting this dude. Oh, listen to what I say. I don't know. It, uh, well, a listener just said, are, are the Democrats having a, a tantrum because Trump is president? Is that what this is all about? Speaking of Trump, I listened to his, his uh, United Nations speech yesterday. I thought it was a really good speech. Was it? I didn't, I didn't hear it. I thought I, it was probably his best speech ever well, because since some, he's been president. Some of the newspapers reported that it was laughably bad. I thought it was really good. I don't know what And he got about. a really good uh, applause at the end. More than I watched the whole, uh, a lot of people speak, and he, mm-hmm. got the, he had the fullest room. He had the fullest room. Because yeah. when people speak, the room thinned out. When he oh, was yeah. speaking, it really filled in, and he got a really loud, a louder applause than, than most people got. What I would like to do is put everybody on even keel. This whole idea of condemning white men as the worst thing that ever happened to the earth is idiotic and ridiculous. I'm just telling you, yes, white men have done horrible things, but people of all races, all genders, all orientations have done horrendous things. So to point at white men, particularly as the people who caused all the anguish in the world, is idiotic. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty ridiculous. And we'll be right back, Tom Bernard. With Dr. John Huber. Good. It's Tom here to tell you how easy it was for me to hit my goal of 92.5 pound weight loss at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I started in March and in just over five months I learned about clean eating and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods. I'm now on the reset phase and then on to the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program which I'll be talking about more in the weeks to come. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did. Attend the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner It's on Monday, September 17th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. I'll see you there. Those extra pounds melt away really fast with this easy program. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. I guarantee you that. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner. It is on September 17th. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. 
A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. Smells like teen stupidity. Smells like teen spirit. Great song. How pissed off was Kurt Cobain? (laughs) (laughs) He's an angry young man. Great music, though. Dr. John, speaking of angry young men, Dr. John Huber joins us. I think. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on, Tom. Oh, it's always a pleasure. I didn't know anything about the Momo Suicide Challenge. I, I, are your children playing it? What you need to know? I don't know anything about this because our our children are now, you know, thirty one and twenty nine. What is the Momo Suicide Challenge? Well, it is a challenge game, just like the suicide or the suicide, the cinnamon challenge, just like the oh, ice okay. bucket challenge that they had to raise money. But it escalates, and what you do is you download this app, and it's distributed on this program called WhatsApp. It's one word. Sure. And it's actually a data mining app, and it goes through, and it sees the things your kids are doing. And then it says, we're going to tell the world you're doing these things if you don't and it don't do whatever they challenge. And they start off relatively benign, but kind of embarrassing, calling your name out at the mall, things like that. But it escalates up to one of the challenges. They, they challenge you to get on top of your house and jump off the roof. And uh, videotaping yourself on, on your cell phone so you can play it back. So, so maybe you can get some kind of Insta fame or something like that. And we know we've had, had at least uh, two deaths for certain. A third one is questionable. Uh, but it's very similar to an app that was put out in Russia this past spring where they had 160 deaths because kids were taking these challenges and were afraid that they were going to be outed somehow, that they cheated on a test or whatever they got from the, the app when they did data mine. I just don't get why you would download the app in the first place. I mean, like, sure, your friends challenge you to do it, but, you know, so what? Why isn't somebody shutting it down? Well, WhatsApp has run out of the United States, and the other side of that is they actually got in and and got embedded into a game called Minecraft. Now, Microsoft got a hold of it about three and a half, four weeks ago and pulled it out and shut it down since they own Minecraft. Mm -hmm. They did the responsible thing. But the thing is, most parents don't see what these kids are doing, and you ask, why would somebody do that? Well, kids' minds aren't developed fully. They don't know how to handle things like this. They don't know the realities of these things. So until a child's mind is is finished developing, which is in the mid-20s, some 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 men I know don't do it till the mid-30s, but that's a whole other argument. Yeah, no, that's but, true. Yes. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like asking why would a dog eat something that's going to make it violently ill? Because it's a dog. It doesn't exactly. know better. It's exactly Exactly. So parents need to pay attention, and I'm, I'm out there t- telling people about it because there's some real simple applications you can use. Let's use the technology to our advantage. And there's a, one called Bark, for example, and they have people who specifically, that's their job, is they find out about these apps, and then they put blocks and barriers on there. So you don't have to go and do that as a parent. You don't have time to go through everything that's out there. Semantic has one. You know, it's an antivirus program most of us are familiar with, but they have one for your phones that do that for your kids. And they don't they don't go up there and tell you exactly what your kids are saying. So you don't have to worry about, oh, they're going to you know, think I'm reading every word they say. They're just in there watching 
and looking for dangerous apps that are in there that these kids are using and warns the parents about that. Is so, there is there a government agency that dog watches this stuff or no? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, I, I don't know of one that is. So, <laughs> surprise. Well, now you said it, it's out of the bag. It's going to happen now. I'm just surprised there's not. <laughs> yeah, there you I'm go. surprised there's not somebody. Wa- I mean, if kids are killing themselves, you think that somebody would shut it down? So, doctor. Exactly, and I, I think. Go ahead. No, that's fine. Go ahead. I'll, I can jump in at the end. Okay. Okay. What I think is happening is that, that, like Microsoft did, I think the responsible businesses and companies that are doing these things are actually doing a fair job of weeding these out and kicking them out. I think the ones that get through on the fringe, I think it goes back on parents staying on top of it. Because even with regulations, somebody's going to get something through even for a couple of days. And how many million kids are going to have that worldwide? Yeah, no question about that. So, Dr. Huber, I got a, 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 an email this morning that said, President Trump has $41,000 for me, but he has to know where to send it. Should I respond to that? <laughs> it's, of course. It's on the Internet. It must be true. <laughs> it must be true. I, uh, people actually fall for this stuff. That would, look, I understand why they do. children, are, their brains aren't fully developed yet. Therefore, they're going to respond to things like this. But grown adults respond to things like this. It's ridiculous. Well, there's actually an interesting uh, thing I heard about that. Um, the reason that you know those emails that you get that claim that they're a you know prince from Nigeria or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, I get those all the time. Yeah, they're always riddled with typos, mm-hmm. and the reason they do that is because they only want people who are gullible enough to oh. not notice that oh. to contact them. Because if you notice the typos, Correct. you're probably going to notice some other incongruencies later down the line. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one that's really that's really scary to me i got it and it's a, from paypal and it, it comes up as a paypal email from mm-hmm. paypal and you open it and it says Correct. this is paypal can uh there's been some activity on your paypal account can you please log in and it gives you a login box right there oh, on the email oh. and they want you to log in to your paypal account well once you do they have all your info right and it's not right. it's not paypal and luckily oh i God. didn't do it and I notified PayPal, and they said, yeah, that's a scam. Do not open it. But well, it was pretty scary because looked, I looked at every single word. Nothing was misspelled. It was legit. God. Well, see, like with my kids, uh, especially my youngest, he has a tablet. And any apps that he wants to download through Google Play Store has to be approved by me. Yeah, that's I get a good a, idea. I get a notification saying, exactly. you know, so and so, you know, Max's tablet wants to download this app and I have to put in the password. But the problem with the older children is, is yes, you can set up their phones and stuff, but then they're going to go back and they're going to set up their own Google account with their own well, email. I, I know both of my mm. parents, if they were to get that PayPal account, that mm-hmm. email, they would have put their password in there. And oh, I know they would. Oh, I know and right. almost anybody's right. parents would. Oh. Because it looks so legit. It had the PayPal logo. I mean, it was... Yeah. You I always mean, have to look at the URL before you put it in anything like that. Yep. Yeah, but Dave, Dave and I are very diligent when it comes to our kids and technology, especially the youngest ones, because... Well, you should be. It's I don't want dangerous. them to fall into that trap, or even if it's just predators trying to, you know... Because I explained to my stepdaughters about this Momo challenge, and I said, I know you're probably not going to hurt yourself, but if you engage this person, they could be putting stuff on your phone where they can access your camera without you knowing and stuff like that. And that's probably how they're trying, you know, trying to keep you in Mm -hmm. conversation. It's kind of like how you see in the movies when they're trying to do a phone tap and trace a call and they have to have be on the phone for so many minutes. It's getting pretty scary because just the other day, me and Nancy were, our phones were sitting right here on the table and Mm -hmm. we were talking, I mentioned Invisalign. You know the company Invisalign? Just straighten your I teeth. Those. And the very next day, the very next day, we both had Invisalign ads on our Facebook <laughs> yeah. page. I'm like, how is this possible? They oh, were no. they were actually listening to it through our phone. They had the mic on. They were listening to our conversation. Mm-hmm. That's pretty scary. Google That's does, scary. The iPhone does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dr. Huber, I have they to ask. They do listen to your conversation. Are you the only psychologist in America that still has a sense of humor? <laughs> Hey, the ones I work with do, or they wouldn't work with me. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good thing. I, this is very, like I said, I'm 
I guess I'm lucky at this juncture because my son's 31 and my daughter's 29, so I don't really have to. But this has got to be terrifying to be a young parent because this just seems to be getting worse and worse and worse, isn't it? I, I think it is, but again, let's use the technology to our advantage. The, the criminals are, so let's do it. Let's get these programs. There are legitimate ones out there that work really well. And they, their job is just to stay on top of all this. So you can go on about your business, doing your job, being a psychologist, being a radio show host, and not having to check all the apps yourself. And, you know, until they're 13, they need to log in on a parent, on a parent's account. So yeah. parents can see that. When they hit 13, that's kind of the cutoff where the Internet says it's safe. And that, that, that is some standard. I don't know if it's self-imposed or not, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, but 13 seems to be the cutoff and the kids can log in themselves and then they can access all this and you can't monitor it and no. it becomes scary to me right. it, at that point. That's very true. Um, I, I need to ask everybody because I don't delve into this deeply. I just notice these things come up. Um, it's I don't know where this started, why it started, but I still get lots of emails uh, from women who want to have sex with me but they think my name is Barnard Panuga. <laughs> what is that? I mean, what what is that? Where'd that even come from? Bernard Panuga. Bernard Panuga. Did you ever Google it? Oh, I did not Google Bernard Panuga. There are three Bernard Panugas in the white pages. There are. Well, maybe maybe your maybe your phone was listening to you and you said something about wanting sex. I don't know. <laughs> I oh wait, no, there's only one Bernard Panuga, and he lives in Staten Island. <laughs> Bernard so, Panuga lives in Staten really? Island. So Bernard, here. if you're listening, then you got a hot date for so you're you. Like an ex porn star. <laughs> or something? You've been typing in your email wrong or something. <laughs> you really have, man. It is terrifying for for you know, people like me. I, you know, I. Oh, I'll, I actually found oh. his home address and phone number. Oh, oh my God! Now we know where Bernard <laughs> Panuga's we'll phone number. We'll send that info to the email. Was we'll he, put it in the email. Was he an ex porn star or something? I don't, he's, all I know is that he's in his 40s and he he lives in Staten Island and he winters in Sunland, California. Oh, there you go. Because oh, he's rich. <laughs> That's an ex-porn star. So he's ex-porn star? Yeah. Oh, God. You think so? Yeah. Well, my last name is Barnard. It's yeah. spelled B-A-R-N-A-R-D, just like Barnard Panuga. But I don't know where they got that I'm Bernard Panuga. I don't get it. It's your fault, Dr. John. I'm just telling you that. I'm blaming it on you. <laughs> where does Dr. John live? Yeah, and where do I live? Yeah. Yeah. It's not in New Jersey. <laughs> it's not I'm in, in New Austin, New Texas. Austin. Austin, Texas. Austin's a good town. Dr. Huber, I love the fact that you keep us up to date on all these subjects. We've, God, we've talked now for a few years, uh, maybe even more than that. But Pretty I, much. I love yeah. hearing from you because you've always got, your subjects are always extremely interesting. This Momo Suicide Challenge, I had never heard of it. I guess maybe, Cassie, you have because you have young kids. Yeah, and I, uh, Dave interviewed John about it as well. I mean, oh, okay. it, yeah, because it's. It's something that I think parents need to be aware of and know what's going on in their kids' lives, especially when it comes to social media. Like, what's the latest trend? What's going on on Instagram? What are people doing? Because, you know, even with these, like, videos that kids like to try and do these dumb stunts or challenge, I mean, even challenges like the cinnamon challenge. I mean, kids were ended up in the emergency rooms because they were inhaling cinnamon, which caused basic aspirated pneumonia because the inflammation in their lungs. So it's like, you know, so I'm, we try and keep up to date on what's going on so we can forewarn the kids, say, hey, don't do that. Because you have the Tide Pod challenge. How dumb are you to sit there and pop a Tide Pod in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah, Tide is not what I want. Just because they look like candy. That's why we need the Mr. Yuck stickers to come back. Oh, Mr. Yuck stickers. I remember those. (laughs) They smelled awful. (laughs) Well, you know. Dr. John, thank you so much for keeping us up to date on the Momo Suicide Challenge. Are your children playing it? What you need to know. I can't even imagine what kind of things are going to exist when Fawn is like 15 years old. Oh, God, it's going to be horrible. A drone is going to fly in and say, I know everything about you. Go (laughs) rob a bank for me. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Well, and the scary thing is the, the the young people today, they're so used to this, this will not be shocking to them. Yeah. It'll just be, true, oh, yeah. it's just normal. 
And we're like going, are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think it's the beginning of the end. Well, the problem, I do. The problem That's with kids terrible. is that they do things and they don't think of the consequences, no. especially on the those consequences that have effect on other people. Right. Yeah. They don't. That's they just true. don't. That's think. why I said I think it's the beginning of the end. They have no concept of that. So nope, not a clue. <laughs> I did find out, Doctor well, Hubert. Oh, go ahead, sir. No, I was going to say we survived Elvis. We'll survive this. Well, see, there you <laughs> go. Right. There you go. Now we're. T- I did find out uh, that. The the, the uh, information came out today that you should not, if you're a young person, get into radio because it's going to disappear in 2026, which is just about the time I'm going to retire. So it, that kind of worked out for me. <laughs> so, oh, that's It'd be cool. kind of cool if you, if you said the yeah. last words on the radio. On that would, radio yeah, that would be cool. In history. The this is every be. radio station <laughs> signing off. Every radio I, station. I don't believe that. I don't either. I don't believe that. When, when the research shows that 92% of America listen to the radio at some point every week they do you're yeah? absolutely right hmm. dr huber always yeah, a great regardless place. of whether you do thank you thank you all right well i i look forward to talking to you soon the momo <laughs> suicide challenge are your children playing it is there a way that people can reach out to you directly they can go to my website and uh, there's an email link there and a phone number link if they're interested and the easiest way to get it is to go www.dr P-S-Y-C-H-O dot O-R-G. That's DrPsycho.org. Dr. Psycho. That's really good, Dr. Huber. Dr. Psycho. Oh, God. <laughs> Not as in psychopath, as in psychotherapy. I thought it was played by exactly. Bella. Exactly. Dr. Huber, thank you, sir. Great talking to you as usual. Thank you. You guys have an amazing afternoon. You too. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. I always love this song. It's a beautiful day. It is. It's a little chilly, but the sun's out. It's not bad. It'll be the nicest day this week. Yeah. Really? After today, it's just downhill. It's going to rain. It's going to be cold, rainy. Today's the only day of sun. So I won't be riding my bike this week at all? Nope. I won't be riding my bikes either. No, I suppose not. I'm picking up a new one, though, way into Wisconsin. What 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 are you picking up? Well, don't you have like eighty five motorcycles? Yeah, no, I keep I'm just addicted to these two strokes. So every time I find an old two stroke, mm-hmm. I have to buy it. So I found one Great. when I was in Italy. I found one in Wisconsin. Great. Have you ever driven a um, single cylinder motor? Yeah, lots of. Them. What are they like? I have a single cylinder. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of them. Um, depends what it is. Some of them are very have a lot of vibration, so your feet get numb. That makes sense. Especially if they're older and they're not rubber-mounted motors. Yeah. Your feet kind of get numb because mm-hmm. they vibrate so much. And they're, you always have to tighten everything up. Yeah. You know, every couple because of Because it's shaking loose. Yeah. 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 They vibrate a lot. Mm-hmm. The older ones. You know, the newer, the newer, like, dirt bikes now are fine. Yeah? Yeah, the single-cylinder dirt bikes. Oh, are stroke. those the ones that make that, like, high-pitched buzzing sound? No, that'd be a, well, a two-stroke would. That would be a two-stroke. Yeah, okay. four-strokes, low pitch. Right. And they, they don't, they're still vibrating, but they're, they don't fall, rattle apart like yeah. the two-stroke does. Right. Hmm. But yeah, I have a couple of two, one single-cylinder two-strokes, but yeah, they have to tighten everything up very... Yeah, I can imagine. 
every 2,000 miles or 1,000 miles or so. No, 2,000 miles. I've got 1,500 on my car, and I've had that thing for a year. So yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have a four-cylinder two-stroke, which is very rare. Yeah. And it's just insane, the ride. Yeah? Yeah. You're a disaster. Let me point that out. <laughs> this is kind of depressing to me because I've always liked Judy Dench a lot. I really like Dame Judy Dench's acting and all the rest of it. Oscar-winning actor Dame Judi Dench has criticized the removal of a recent film of Kevin Spacey, who faces numerous accusations of sexual assault, in some cases young boys, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like 15-year-old yeah, boys. Yeah, 15-year-old boys. Was, I, I, wasn't it like a co-star in a movie? Yes, I, think I always so. thought he was kind of creepy. Oh, God, yes. I always thought I that. I talked to him once, and he's the biggest prick I've ever talked to in my life. I always thought he seemed kind of creepy. He's a creep. Very arrogant. Let's Extremely see. arrogant. Uh, Anthony Rapp was 14, and Spacey was 26. There you go. So. There you go. Dench, who worked with Spacey on the 2001 adaptation of the shipping news said that it was wrong for Spacey to be excised out of the film All the Money in the World. Director Ridley Scott and actor Christopher Plummer reshot the scenes in the biopic about the oil uh, tycoon Jean-Paul Getty after the, by the way, a Minneapolis boy. Is he? Jean-Paul Getty. Mm. Uh, J, J. Paul Getty oh, yeah, came yeah. from here. Yeah, that's right. After the allegations emerged, Spacey was also written out of the hit Netflix series House of Cards. Dent said that Spacey was very supportive of her after the death of her husband, Michael Williams, in 2001. I can't approve in any way of the fact, whatever he has done, that you then start to cut him out of films. Dame Dench, yeah, get your head out of your ass. Nice to you that? doesn't mean he has a free pass. Oh, he's raping little boys, but he's nice to me, so he should be let mm-hmm. off the hook. When are we going to stop with this is all about me? Well, that's what like Meryl Streep said about Harvey Weinstein. I know. She's like, I had yeah. no idea. Liar. She's yeah. A, <laughs> she's the most overrated well, actor in I, history. I wonder anyway. when this when this thing is going to hit the music scene. Oh, music, yeah. That oh, has yeah. to be an endless an endless well of uh, sexual Oh, especially pressure. the 80s so. rock hair oh, bit. Oh, oh, oh my but gosh. But any, anybody in the music business, any rapper, yeah. I mean, they, they, it has to go on forever. I will tell you, for, for I love Judy Dench, and now I can't stand her. All, because of he was nice to you, he should get away with, with raping children. The hell's wrong with you? I, I, that's. If I found out somebody who was nice to me that I knew and went and did that, oh, I'd be the first person to publicly come out and couldn't agree more. Yeah, shame him. Depends if you were very close to the person, you might go in denial and not say anything. Yeah, I know. I I suppose because technically, Anthony Rapp, I think wanted to do it at the time Mm -hmm. and so you know you're a 14 year old kid you don't really get why it's wrong so you know for the a while he was probably just thinking oh well is he is he as an adult now is he gay that's a good question i don't know know. but still at 14 years old for the third time today i'll mention it your brain is nowhere near fully formed it is by the time you're 26 so i'm sorry but that's a severe crime and to me that's what kevin spacey was using to gain control he knew this was a child and that he could easily influence this child and and manipulate him and gain control and I think he said something about like he threatened him if he told anybody. I think that's right. And that's typical predatory behavior for a pedophile. Oh no, I always thought the guy was kind of creepy. Way before this ever happened. Just to look at this, hear him talk. I always thought something was off. I now cannot watch Dame Judi Dench movies anymore. Are we to go back throughout history now and anyone who has misbehaved in any way or has broken the law or has committed some kind of offense, are they always going to be cut out? Yes, when they rape children, Dame Judi Dench. And now I'm going to cut your films out of my life because that's the most idiotic thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Mm -hmm. This guy preyed on children and you think that should be okay. What the hell's Especially wrong with a you? woman to me because like when I hear this stuff, I don't care who it is. My mama bear instinct comes out, and right. I I will do anything and everything to protect a child. And if I know somebody is sexually assaulting a child or hurting oh, a child, God. I would go ballistic on them. I couldn't agree more. Why are we going to turn him up? Because he raped a child. Jesus, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Ugh. It's like it's, it's way over the top. Yeah. Way, way over the top, but but then again, we mentioned Bill Clinton. He got away with it, and he's he's so proud of. Get, he's got, probably still getting away. With it. Oh, he's, I'm sure it's, he it's, is. It's, it's it's he it's become his stick. 
And it's not an anti-Democrat thing. It's an anti-predator thing. But it actually has become a stick. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh absolutely. It's it's yeah. They think it's funny. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Well, whatever works. Uh, Texans and Californians are outraged over America's favorite fast food survey. Chick-fil-A might be America's favorite fast food restaurant, but Texans and Californians are up in arms about their state's supposed favorites in an old poll that has uh, since gone viral. Last November, a survey was conducted to determine a country's favorite fast food restaurants from state to state. The list was published by Business Insider with data collected from Foursquare, determined popularity uh, by the number of visits and locations in each state. But on Friday, the maps resurfaced on Twitter and has been causing uh, an uproar, even uh, vehement disgust among masses. Chick-fil-A, which has locations in most states, dominated the four-square map. But the most unsettling results, at least for the locals, were in California, Texas. In-N-Out Burger is loved by most residents in, in the iconic burger joint's founding state, including celebrity chefs like Guy Fieri, Gordon Ramsay, and Ina Garten. Ina Garten. And yet the uh, small Louisiana-based Raising Cane's, which is known for its chicken fingers, nabbed the top spot. What's mm. wrong with Raising Cane's? Oh, I love ra- I just had Raising Cane's a I couple days. Ra- I love oh, Raising Cane's. Fast food burgers are not as popular as they used to be. No, they're not. It's true. Probably because they're so insanely unhealthy. I might have except, to. <laughs> except McDonald's. No matter where you go in the world. Yeah, I suppose. There's a packed McDonald's. And that's pretty cool, actually. Packed. It's no matter McDonald's. where you go. You can go Mickey anywhere. D. There's a packed McDonald's. Yeah. It's Mickey D's. That's all I have to say. Can't I don't know. eat their burgers because they make me sick. But so does Burger King. So I don't yeah. know. Burger King makes me sick a lot. Yeah, I, I've had Burger King like maybe once in the past five years. I actually walked about a mile and a half just to get a Burger King burger when I, I was in Florida. I get a Whopper Junior. There you go. Yeah, I got a Whopper. I went home and ate it and felt ill for like six hours. So, Would you eat a Whopper or a Whopper Junior? A Whopper. Oh, yeah, I could never eat a Whopper. Mm. I'd be sick. Did I we, could not eat it. Did we ever talk about Everson Griffin going nuts? No, we didn't. It makes me really, really sad because apparently he's got some deep-seated me- uh, mental issues. Oh, wait. His wife is very concerned. Thanks for joining us tonight. Our top story is... Gro- Shut up. Uh, <laughs> okay, I could have sworn. Well, I yeah, didn't we? We mentioned yeah, we it. Did. I think we did. We did. I remember we talked about how he thought someone was going to shoot him and that kind of thing. But it, it seems sound, a lot worse. Yeah, it kind of sounds like he might be manifesting schizophrenia. It does sound a lot like schizophrenia. Does it seem to like me. mental health illnesses are getting more and more prominent. Yeah, because yes. I don't remember well, I mean, like this many people being crazy. 50 years ago, now. they didn't even have a diagnosis of schizophrenia, I don't think. No, was my, just... father, my father was schizophrenic, and he was not diagnosed. Like 50 years ago, that would have been, what, 68? Do you think mm-hmm. alcohol yeah, and drug use yes. can, can propel it faster? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question. Anything that, that messes with your mind, it's like the interesting thing about pretty much any psychotropic is that we don't even know how it works. We just know that it does. And that's kind of dangerous. There's because... a lot more people yelling at telephone poles downtown Minneapolis than I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. Well, it's easier to get meth or heroin or whatever now than ever. And it's, it's cheap, it's potent, and it's everywhere. Indeed. I, I hope everything works out for the family because Everson Griffin was a hell of a talent or is a hell of a talent. But... Mm-hmm. I mean, to lie down in the lobby of a hotel and say you're going to shoot someone if they don't take you to your room. And then uh, it's just the whole thing is just very, very sad. Really sad. Tommy Wizzo, as the Joker, is weirdly fitting and actually puts on a decent performance. Oh, yeah. The reviews of Tommy Wizzo's Joker from the Batman series is getting praised by pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. But was he actually in the Batman series? No. Mm-hmm. No, he just did his he own. He just did his own. A nerdist, yeah. Right. I, it's the Tommy's Wiseau's The Dark Knight. I wonder, does he actually play Batman in it, too? Because it's Batman, and it's the interview between Joker and the Batman. Right. Where it's, well, I guess we can find out. I don't know if he plays both roles or not, because one has a mask and the other one has makeup on. I wouldn't think he played both roles. I think he just so plays bizarre. the Joker. He's, he is a weird human being. There's no doubt about it. Start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. He can't feel anything. You see? I don't feel anything. You wanted me. Here I am. I want to see what you do. Oh. And everything is disappointing. 
And people are saying Tommy Wiseau is surprisingly good. What? To be fair, the Joker is supposed to be insane. I know, but he doesn't talk like this. What? And, uh, what, what the hell is that? What accent is that? I don't know. I have no it's idea. like a multi... E- like, it sounds Eastern like... European who had a stroke. That's yeah. my guess. Well, okay, Eastern European who <laughs> well, had a stroke. Well, it sounds like, it, like there's Scandinavian mixed with French. I think, I, I think that he is... Well, say, I think it was his accent hungry from Hungary. Originally, yeah, I think Hungarian? that's right. And I think he, I think, I think right. he has a speech impediment. He definitely does. So he has, he was from Hungary, and he has a, he always as a kid had a speech impediment. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, even to a guy like me, that's cold. Where's Dent? Those mobsters, those uh, fools, want you gone what? so they can go back. They cannot go back. Back. Because you change everything forever. Then why do you want to kill Change me? everything forever! <laughs> then why do you want to kill me? I don't want to kill you. Why should I kill you? What I would do without you? You. You. Complete me. Oh. <laughs> Fox 12 See? says, the way Tommy talks really gives us psychopath vibes. That's what I'm thinking, uh, is he actually does do a good job, just not in... You can't think of him as the Joker that existed before. No, that's true. Because, I mean, before The Dark Knight, that's not what the Joker was. He was like, he was always wearing a suit and his hair was all styled. And, you know, he was Mr. Laugh. Then The Dark Knight came around and he became a lot more sinister. So it's just another version of the Joker. And I think it does work. Oh, God. Just because he's so weird. Because he's so way over the top. I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) I I didn't. I did not hit her. I didn't. Oh, hi, Mark. Okay, that's like really it's good. Just there. the way his cadence is, and like how he goes from like he's just all over the place. Yeah. Yes, he is. You are one hundred percent correct. He is. <laughs> he's a like, you know what though? He's a likable guy though. Yeah, he was nice when I I interviewed him on the KQ Morning Show, and he's very nice. Yeah, he's guy. a likable guy. Yeah, he's not he scary or weird. He's funny. No, he's likable. Yeah, but I I texted Tom one time because I had this person trying to access called me. On the phone, trying to access my computer, oh, saying my God. computer, I had a oh, virus God. and they needed remotely access it. Not and good. the guy's accent sounded just like Tommy Wiseau. So I just went, uh, Oh, hi, Mark. And well, I it's hung probably up. from one of those countries. Yeah. So it's, probably. Oh, my God. It made me laugh. Well, you probably know what my, true. my theory behind him is? So his background, he never talks about. No, he he has not. a lot right. of money, like millions of dollars, and he won't talk about where he got where those. He well, I, know a little, got. I know a little bit about his financials, where he got his money. Yeah, he bought he bought uh, uh, brand stuff that had problems. Like what do they call that? Oh yeah, defective. Defective like yeah. wares, and then oh, right. he st- he bought so much that he had to start. Bu- he bought a warehouse, and he ended up buying a lot of warehouse properties in Los Angeles. But where did he get that money? They became very in? very valuable. Where did really? he get that money in the first place? Uh, from his from his parent from his dad. My thinking is that he is Eastern European royalty, and he got into an accident or something, which yeah, gave maybe. him minor brain yeah. damage. That's and possible. in order to hide the shame, they sent him over to America with money. And they said, do whatever you want, but just never mention where you came from. Well, it happens, it happens a lot, actually. That's exactly what ha- I'm thinking. It actually thinking. happens a lot. A lot, of, a lot of Europeans, Eastern European rich kids come to mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Well, it's time to wrap up the show. <laughs> so I would like to keep talking. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Talk to you later, Tom Bernard Show.